Hello, it's episode 163 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Coming up on today's show, there's loads happening, a wide range of things, touching on the loud, mead, minus, what if. We talk about arty magic, We because we finish up with the League All About It show. It might be the last show ever, there's a few tidying up bits to do in Division 2, but arty are the champions of Division 1, Glen Emerson are top of Division 3A, and the Wolf Tones are top of Division 3B. Will there be a regret? Maybe that's what might happen. Will to touch on stuff I didn't say in the League All About It show in the beginning, and also touch slightly on that Tyrone, Kerry, Big All-Ireland semi-final. But first, here's Oasis. So another Sunday night's reflection on the weekend it was. Mainly there was a lot of stuff happening on the Saturday, even in Crow Park and then across the county. There was three games on today on the Sunday, but I'm going to touch over the Saturday in the League All About Show, which will finish. But I'm going to start with the Loud Miners. And I knew it at the time. You could sense at the time when they played Mead in the semi-final that they were coming in cold. They had uh, not played... Oh, sorry, they had played their 2020 All-Ireland semi-final a couple of weeks previous. Um, and you just felt, right, we're after beating... We're after winning um, two games, Leash and Westmead. And we're going quite well that we have a great chance now against Mead to take them out. And it was a great chance. And we had a great chance to take them out. Fortunately, we're missing the three Plunkett's boys... Um, uh, Sean Boyle and Domo, big Domo full forward, another chap I can't remember. Uh, Christian, Christian Nolan, was it? Yeah, because another Plunkus fella, Adam Lamb, he was playing. But it was those three Plunkus fellas that were missing. But we still ran them close. We were winning at half time. We were uh, ahead in the start, start of the second half, we extended our lead. But you could sense that Mead were coming and they had that quality. But we had loads of chances, missed freeze, we had goal chances. We kind of went long an awful lot in the kickouts, and we probably couldn't, shouldn't have, could have worked a short, could have put them under a lot more pressure. And um, we go down by four points in the end, and ugh, it's it's just it's mad. And you see me go on and win it, to win the to win the lens, to beat Dublin in the final two weeks later, then the, then they beat Sligo, and then they beat Tyrone, come back from behind to beat Tyrone. Who kicks the winning point? Sean Leonard. Sean Leonard is playing uh, with number ten on his back. Cahill Brick mentioned in the report for that game aside we're living on, on scraps um, Sean Reynolds a most outstanding player on the field against against a, a minor team that won the All-Ireland I'm saying that outstanding Leonard playing half back that day switches and goes half forward to pick up Sean Reynolds such as the impact he was having and like even though Reynolds is still outstanding um Leonard went directly on him and caused problems. So much so that Leonard kept his place in the Mead team and kicks the winner in the Ireland minor final in Crow Park a couple of weeks later. When was that game? The 26th of July. So a little over a month later, um, Leonard's still going on and doing things. But it just shows the, the fine margins and how close we possibly are without realising it. Especially when the minor team uh, catches fire. And then also you have it where you have to seize your opportunities and we had a great chance to take Mead out they were definitely coming in cold and you could see they were going to go on I mentioned to someone that they might win it out after what they said what do you mean Leinster I said no to win the whole thing out and it proved to pass because that was a really good Mead team really good kind of the building very very much so in that county we could only 
we only admire it and maybe rob a few ideas off them and maybe um, improve just while they're improving we'll improve slightly as well um, on the upward curve but yeah we live with them fairly comfortably that day um, even they didn't really blow us, a ha- blow us away in the second half obviously um, they won by four points but we showed an awful lot of character um, and then the likes of Liam Flynn and Sean Reynolds wouldn't have been a miss in that Orla winning, winning team and others as well like Darren McDade he'll go on to great things Cameron Maher um, Jim Rogers Darren McDonald all those all those chefs Kieran McCard you know there's tons of players there that will push on um, even without even with missing that uh, Plungus contingent so just wanted to touch on that um before I talk about the Mary's, a couple of things I did forget in the League All About Show before I go into it. Um, one of them was Adam Finley. He reeled in the ears and he came off the bench for the Shawns in their game. It's always when you when you bloody do the show, you forget things or people remind you then, oh, you never said that, or you should have said this. So Adam Finley, he came off the bench for a long number of years I, uh, away from it. And uh, maybe COVID is bringing lads like that back for one last, the last dance, like Michael Jordan. Um, also, uh, Carl Ferreter. He went. He was playing with the Irelanders now. He went back home. He was allowed to play as a 2020 junior final and carry his team on a skull. Uh, Tom Crean country. He was actually Crean in the corner. Um, he was on that panel. And I don't. Think, I don't know whether he came on. I don't think he came on. He's lined out on the bench. But um, yeah, they did the business anyway. Their their or their Kerry Junior Champion. So that's a couple of things I forgot to mention. Here is this week's league all about it show, and I'm just going to finish with a wee touching note at the end uh, on uh, touching on the All Ireland semi final that was. There you are, there's the Instagram fans. How are you? Welcome to the league all about it show, the final one as I'm telling the Facebook uh, audience here at the moment on the Loud and Proud Facebook page. It's. Um, it's the last one. It's the last one of the series. Um, thanks very much to the Cleaning Doctor for their support. Cleaning Doctor, external cleaning services in Loud and Monaghan. Windows, gutters, walls, roofs, patios and driveways. You're probably well used to it now at this stage. But yeah, so really appreciate Aaron and the team there, the Cleaning Doctor, to sort me out and keep the sponsorship going. and Keep the show going. Without them, this wouldn't be happening. So let's get into it. It's a, it's a funny old weekend again. A um, couple of games off, you have um, one draw, then a couple of games are mashed up into different rounds. Uh, and then, yeah, a couple of have been delayed to the 3rd of September, that tor- the Wednesday, Thursday night games. But still, plenty to pick through, loads to go through, loads happened. And uh, especially just ahead of the championship, it's just around the corner. So if you're interested or interested in watching the show and kind of still want your fix of League All About Show, the championship is coming on Loud and Proud on the Patreon page. I am going to be doing, like I did last season, going through each and every group, looking at every single team and seeing how they can win the championship. So there's plenty there and there'll be plenty there for everybody across the county and across every team. So as usual, we're going to go through the results, we're going to give them up and then we're going to get into the detail to them and at the end we're going to give a performance of the weekend. Plenty sticking out so far. So Division 1 on Saturday night, the Pats 322. It was up on the Loud website, it's 421, but I think there was a mix mistake in how the referee or the official penned the, the, where he penned the line for one of the scores. But it was the Pats 322, the Moctis 2-7. The Jocks beat the Dreadnoughts by 10 points, 218 to 28. Matic beat Cooley 110 to 19. The Feckins were beaten at home by the Brides, 13 points to 18. 
Gerald Lyons beaten at home as well, 3-8 to 2-19 against RD. Blues and the Matties, that game has been deferred till the 3rd of September. Division 2 on Saturday night as well. The Gale, there's a couple on Friday night as well, but the Gales and the Joes got the only draw of the weekend. Um, the Gales 1-8, the Joes 1-8. Kevin's 4-17, the Finbars 2-7. The Clans 3-13, the Rahalys 2-13. And then two Friday night games, the Dundalk and Ireland's 2-12, the Plunkett's 2-11. That was a Mel and that was a one point between the two teams. Hunterstown, big win, double scores over Roach, 2-18 to 1-9 on Friday night, then in Duff. Division 3B on Sunday morning was one on at 2 o'clock. The Knicks were beaten by the Shawns, 2-11 to 13 points. Dowdles Hill beat the Mitchells, 2-11 to 1-7. Animan and Rovers, they were beaten 3.20 to 9 points. And that was at 2 o'clock in Division 3B. So the Tones finishing off in style there. Really good win for them. I think we'll start in 3B because um, during the week, Cahill and Gales beat Dowdles Hill 17 points to 2.5. And then the Storm there today had a massive victory. Their second win of the season over the Mitchells, who are high-flying. Who were high flying, and maybe since this kind of no promotion, no relegation, they've kind of stopped, kind of maybe down tools, maybe look towards championship. No, there's none of the Gallagher's playing today, but still, it was a massive win for the Mitchells or for Dowdles Hill over the Mitchells, nonetheless. Noel Finning gets an early penalty, reel in the air, no, still banging them in, still producing the goods. Then Stephen King got a goal as well, um, but they kind of they were, they were leading 2 7 3 at half time. So it was a massive win. Paul Gill showed his pace, he got four points. Um, Niall McManus, he got four points as well. He's a, per, a player I have to look up. I think he joined him last year. I have to find out about him, a bit more about him. But he kicked four points. That's fairly impressive kicking today. And then seemingly a full-back, Emmett O'Brien, was very good for Dowdles Hill. John Bingham got 1-1. Carol Courtney got four points. It was a disappointing loss, but a massive win for Dowdles Hill ahead of the championship. Um, the other game, the Seans beat the Knicks. Alan O'Neill gives them the perfect start for an early goal. So it's all about these early goals in these games when there's not really much at stake, when they are um, glorified challenge matches, that if you get an early goal, an early run on a team, you'll kind of you'll win the game. You'll, people will coast from that uh, way forward. Aaron Miles got another goal to make it 2-4-8 at half-time, but then the Seans overpowered the Knicks in the second half. Stephen Murray came off the bench. He kicked the point and then set up a couple of others down Thorn. Another fullback who played quite well as well for the Knicks and I think Sam Carr as well. Up there and here on my notes. Tons of notes. I, I won't I won't miss the notes, but I, I look forward to the next season. Um Richie Archfield came off the bench and scored a point for the for the Animan and Rovers, um, but they were they were denied, they were well beaten. Mark Healy got a goal in the middle of the field, he got the first goal, then Dwayne Levy he got he finished one two on the on the wing in the half forward line for the impressive tones. Adam Garton and Aaron Bourne Aaron Bourne came off the bench to get the fourth goal. Uh, Rory Fielding got four points for um Adam Innan, but the tones very much in control down there in Stonetown. So a big win for the tones and they look quite good. There's an outside chance they're in a very tough group in the championship. I'll be getting into that more. Um, in the coming weeks, like I said, every single club will be covered. Um, it's exciting. It was good. We did it last year. We covered every team. We kind of plot how they can win the championship. So I, I enjoyed it anyway. Um, you're enjoying it, and I'm, I'm enjoying this. I, I've enjoyed every night of these shows, actually, to be honest, because you find out an awful lot about teams. And people are very good at the time and giving information, giving in teams, and giving them the scores. 
uh, I suppose without all your help, it wouldn't really, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, so right, we division one or division two. I think we'll go to division. Yeah, I'll finish with division one because division two is still a long way to go. Um, there's teams in in runs of form. There's teams in slumps. And um, one of those teams in really good form is Hunterstown Rovers. They hit two eighteen against Roach. Roach got one nine. Roach were top of the table coming into the weekend on the Friday night. Hunterstown overtook them. Um, but it didn't last too long because the clans won then on Saturday night. But Hunterstown's shown really good form. They have uh, Alan Landy out in the half forward line doing. He's a friend of the podcast. He's doing the donkey walk in the wing now. Dean Bones, he's playing inside. He got a goal before half time to make it one twelve to five. They're very much a top from the get go. Ryan Bourne's in sparkling form, kicking points from everywhere. And he got nine points. Moves generally went through him. I finished with Ryan. He 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 made it. He got nine. Finished with nine. Um, Rose did come out a little bit better in the second half but just kept in touch with Barry O'Hare's scores he gets a late penalty a bit of a constellation penalty but then that was wiped off the mark when Benny Lennon came off the bench and got a, got a goal in reply and then the other Colin Murphy he's another sub he came off the bench he, he has been starting he got two points as well so big win for Hunterstown they're in really good form um, with still players to come back Ryan Ward's playing well around the middle of the field he got two points as well so all going well there, and it's just ah look, there's still time to kind of take a take a recess and kind of take a bit of a break ahead of championship. But it was nice to get into form. Anyway, the Plunkets they were they this is probably the closest game, um, by the one they won at the very start against Tor. They were beaten by a pint by the Irelanders, but um, they two they missed two. Well, they didn't miss two second half penalties. They were saved by Fergal Sheiky. He he saved two second half penalties, and they were well down at half time. That was a really good comeback from the Irelanders. Um, let me see, where are they here? Um, yeah, they were 2 7 1 4 down. Stephen Keeley got the second goal, and Niall Murphy got the first goal for the Plunkers, put them in control. Liam McStrabrick got the goal just before half time. Peter's brother, he joined from the clans. He got a couple of two superb scores in the second half. Ushin McCabe got a penalty. It was a tail of two penalties, or penalties in the second half in that game. In that, the Plunkers missed two second half penalties, saved by Fergus Sheik. I think it was Dean. Carlin hit one of them and probably Keeney hit the one, or maybe Sean Callan. I think he missed one as well. But um, Derek Wire kicked a brace points himself in the second half, so the Irelanders are up and running in good form as well. But it was a tight, that was a tight game. Missing a few players as well. The Plunkers still have players to come back. Robbie Brody can come off the bench, that's a big boost for them because his brother Adam started in the middle of the field as well. Um, big boost for championship is the Kevins. They got their first win of the season. Um, a heavy, heavy victory over the Finnmars were much depleted, missing an awful lot of players. Um, they went in 3-6-3, up at half time, uh, down at half-time. Evan Maher got the goal straight from the throw-in. Um, Keane Callan, he think he finished with 2 6 he's always scoring quite heavily. Uh, Pappy Clark, he got five points. Um, Tom Matthews got a goal as well. Really good young player coming into that uh, set-up as well. A lot of good young players. Um, but look, good players like getting experience for the Finbar though it's not easy circumstances coming into a team like that Brendan Sims now playing around the middle of the field Thomas O'Kreese he said a lot of frees for him um, he got he, I think he finished he got the goal in the second half and then Michael McCarthy yeah Michael McCarthy he got a great score long range score and he got one of the goals as well but the final quarter 
Kevin's pushed on and got one six, I think, in the, in the final quarter, showing the power. Patrick Duff back in a full back for them. So things are coming on nicely for the Kevins. It's good to get a morale boost and win like that. At to, to kind of tidy up the league and leave on a positive note, especially with nothing at stake, especially no relegation at stake or, or, or promotion. The Kales and the Joes. These two teams will meet in the championship group, so they're probably keeping that pair to dry, and there's no kind of surprise then that the two teams drew. So that's been a lot of draws in this whole league campaign. Probably looking back, you can count them on one finger, how many draws across all the divisions. So it kind of shows the competitiveness of it. Um, teams are very much happy to let, let things go and let, let kind of teams get ahead of you. Not that much at stake, not much kind of competitiveness to to keep the game alive and keep the draws. But this one definitely did. Maybe a bit of uh, shadow boxing going on. Kenny McDonald, he gets a goal from a narrow angle to make it 1-2-4 to, to, to the Joes' favour at halftime. Jason Clark, he was in good form. He got the second half goal. But the Joes were the Joes were a full value. Dara Smith there. Um, Tom, Thomas Smith as well. And I think they went four ahead in the early in the second half. And uh, Jack McNamee, he... Um, he was on the podcast during the week, having played, having uh, managed the ladies. They lost in the minor final. We previewed that game with him. He's, he's he was coaching them. He hit three points, so he's practicing what he's preaching there. He looked like he was going to win it. Um, the <coughs> the Gales pulled one back. Shane McQuillan put them ahead again, and then Dylan McKeown, He's a good young player. You probably hear more of him in the championship um, to come for the Gales. He levelled it, made it one. Eight apiece, and they probably said, "Right, I'll see you later on." So see you later on in the year in in September. What are the game we haven't covered? It's the uh, clans and the rallies. And um, this is a very inter- interesting game because seemingly the clans are twelve points ahead, and then in the second half the rallies came back and got it down to two points. So it just shows how how good a form the clans are in at the moment. They can pull high scores on it. Billy Smith got a brace of goals. Uh, Cruiser got a goal. Paul Crew he came up from half back. And bury the goals, so that's you got the three goals. But then you look at um, the rallies as well, and they're sprinkling up all those young players. Danny Riley got two points, Emmy King got two points, Kyle um, McElroy he finished top scorer at 1 4. So they're bending in all those younger players. But it's funny, off the bench for the clans, every single one of them scored a point. Connor Noonan, Drew Duffy, Mikey Doyle, John Bourne, and Stephen Coleman. So they have scoring power off the bench. Just interesting to see that because you don't actually see that quite often. But um, yeah, a really good win um, for the clans. Uh, let me see, that's every game covered, but I want to just look at the table because although the clans are now top, um, Huntsman had two, two games at hand, they're only a point behind. Roach of all the games played, they're, they've finished on 14 points. I think it's their best since 2007. Um, the are still at the bottom with no scores. Um, so let me see Dundalk and Ireland have, have still four games to play they can go right up there on uh, 18 points um, the clans have one more game they can finish at 17 points but then it's in Hunterstown's hands really to win that division although I know the Joes are there with 13 points in nine games played so they have two to go they can finish at 17 but yeah Hunterstown can, can win that um, does it really matter? Does is it is it going to stand come the end of it that you win a division two because you'd have to go on and win it all again next season? So it's I don't know it's it's a tough one to take um, and it's tough for the teams on those sort of form. Maybe you're better off leaving it and taking a win next season when it means something. 
League All About Show will be there next season again. And this season was brought to you thanks to the Cleaning Doctor, external cleaning services in Lairdamon and windows, gutters, walls, roofs, patios, and driveways. Get the power hose and be all clean and dandy for the summer or the autumn. Right, so we're looking now for Division 1. <coughs> Big win for the Pats in the Mocta. Speaking of teams, keeping their powder dry or laying down the marker ahead of Championship, though. The Pats and the Mocta are no Mount Warren group with the RD. But it was the Pats that laid in a ferocious marker in nailing 3.22 to the Moctis 2.7. The Moctis have been going quite well. They were up so much in the half-time to dominate that game. They were 2.10 to 1.3 up at half-time. And the Moctis only landed um, three points in the run in two half-time. So just serious scoring. Jack Murphy with a goal, Leonard Gray, and then Jason Woods gets gets a goal in the second half and it's just score with 1-6. Paddy Keane and Jody Keane, they come off the bench and kick scores as well. So, Pats are coming along nicely. Hitting a nice vein of form there and uh, that win will do them the world of good and get into into the Moctis' heads. Um, but then maybe the Moctis used that fuel. Like I said, what's the point in winning the game when it's kind of meaningless? Are you better off keeping your powder dry? But there's a strong enough team named the Pats probably come and play or two come back into it. Um, but I don't know. It's 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 a very big win for the Pats, and it kind of a, it just it just screams like from the page when you're looking at three twenty two in that game in, in Division One against Moxu, who had a quite quite a strong team out. Decky Bourne got a, got three points, uh, probably the lowest tally he's got all season. Casey Bourne's playing he's in the midfield. Jamie Farrell he got the two goals, a goal night a half um, early on in both halves, I think. Um, and Dickie did get see red towards the end of that game. I'm not sure if that was straight red. I'm not sure. Do red cards count if you get them in the league? Did it count for? It depends on how serious it is. But did it count for the championship? Or is it just? Do you just miss the next league game next season? Jocks and the Dreadnoughts. Um, big win for the Jocks. No Samurai again. Maybe resting them up or um, sorting out a few niggles ahead of the business end of the season. They, pro- they couldn't catch the Marys in the end. I was talking about the Marys in the end. All already people tuning in. I'm going to finish off with you um, in a celebratory tone. Um, yeah, the Jocks just an early kind of wheeling goal just set them on the way. Um, just just going, just going, getting through it, getting through the game, being efficient. Uh, Wayne Campbell, he's getting into a bit of uh, scoring as well. Another Jack Murphy, he got a couple of points as well. He's playing very well on the wing. Four. And the, the Martins and then Mark McCullough finishes out with the goals. But um, Owen Murphy, he's shown a lot of form for Clotterhead. Now, there's a lot of big, big heavy hitters missing for them still. No um, Pop Rat, um, Peppy Smith as well, maybe was missing. But uh, Jay Hughes got, got, sorry, Jay Hughes got the first half goal. Owen Murphy got the second half goal. Um, but they're building towards the championship as well. There's a lot of young players blooded over the season. Um, so don't write off. Um, the, the dreadnought, especially not against the informed team like the like the 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 Martins way they're going this season. Okay, so the Brides did a big win over the Feckins, thirteen points to one eight. It was the Feckins were leading at half time. They looked to be looked to push on, missed a lot of chances in the second half. Owen Duffy got that first half goal and um, to make it one four one five to six. But um, Paddy Riley was very good. He got eight points in total. 
So that's over half, well over half the score. I leave three towards the scores for the brides on the edge of the square, taking a lot of marks, a lot of frees, a really good target man in there. And he Kieran Dean in alongside him was with brother Connor Dean got two points at the half. These two clubs will meet each other in the Hurling final at the weekend. I'll be previewing that game. That's next Sunday, September the fifth. So I'll be previewing that game. That that'll be a really good game as well. The Feckins repeat last year as well. The Feckins just looks like to be their year on the Hurling field anyway. Adam Cairn he got a point as well. Um, but. The Feckins missed a lot of chances in the second half and the Brides would be happy enough to finish. They finished with nine points. They go well, quite well in the league. Um, without a lot of players, a lot of the county men missing, like Sean Murray and that. But uh, yeah, good win for them. And then Maddox Rangers played Cooley. Um, Cooley got a, just nudged in front. It was, very, it was point for point at the start. Conor Lennon kicked over a nice score for for Cullen. Brian White in around the middle of the field as well. Fergan Malone, Endo Neal, they clipped over points. And Cooley drew first blood in. They got a goal just before half time. Emma Rogan, good player, tall range player, played out in the wing. He ghosted at the back post and, and kind of got a, got a score before half time to make it 1 5 to 5. Cooley then dominated in the second half. They went four points ahead on numerous occasions and it looked like Colin or ourselves couldn't gain that back. But just stuck at it. Colin Fleming got a couple of um, scores just eating into that lead. And just slowly but surely getting it down, got it down to two, uh, two points, um, ten points to one nine. Then referee says last play of the game, free kick on the edge of the, on the edge of the, on the on the wing. We say on the edge of the. What was I going to say? The 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 the, the, the bench, just there in Colin, on the bench and uh, the home dress, home bench and uh, Terry Dunning and drills it across. Ben Markey plucks it, takes a shot on the spin, gets in for a foot block, penalty to Mark Rangers. Um, just kind of crazy scenes at the end, you know, penalty awarded, foot block, last kick of the game, skirmishes, Ed O'Neill gets a, gets a red card, gets a straight red card, he goes off the field. Still comes down to Cottle Fleming to take that penalty to finish it off at the end, and uh, he holds his composure and does a great finish. Does the business to, to just that's it. Referee blows the whistle after the game. Last talk about last play of the game. Talk about finality and uh, yeah, good win um, at the death um, for Mark Rangers. Um, no Rob Carney wasn't in Cullen. Um, a couple of others missing. Patrick Johnson was missing for Cooley as well. But they played during the week. They had a big win over the Geraldines during the week as well. But um, yeah, so maybe that's maybe the last. That's why they kind of failed in the in the kind of. The run into that game, but still, Cotton Fleming held his nerve to get get a crucial and brilliant um, penalty to, to win it at the death. Looking now, what's left? The last team left, RD St Mary's against the Geraldines, 219 to 3 8. It's that score and power that the Marys had all season. This was kind of, it was 1 4 to 10 at half time. I think they got 2 9. After half time, Neil Jones gets a first half goal for the Geraldines. Shane O'Hannon and Neil gets another goal in the second half. Uh, Garanisi gets a point around the field, very busy. And just when you think you're close to getting there with, with RD, they just blow you away with scores. Ronan Carroll gets the first in the second half. Darren McConnell, so he gets 1 3. Uh, Ronan finishes 1 2. He's back to get a lot of the players back. Darren Clark. Um, Evan Malone around the middle of the field alongside Robbie Levy, another new partnership there. So really good scoring power. That's just been the, 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 
just been the story of Ardy in this in this league. Absolutely, like just blew everyone away with scores. Um, really phenomenal. Played ten games, won nine. They've won and they drew one game. Do they have? I forget who their last game is, but they won it with a game to spare. But you look at their four, and they've got two hundred and fifteen points. Four. So that just shows the score power. Even though they're kind of going, even though they're that good, they're kind of going in under the radar because the Mockers would have took a lot, a lot of early attention. The Martins as well for their high victories, and then you have the likes of the Blues as well led early on. And um, but just ferocious score power. The nearest team to them. Um, on one seventy, is it? One seventy. Yeah. It's uh, the Moctis. So that's forty. That's yeah, forty-five points in the difference, and they're not conceding that much either. Much as you expect for the, for for that such a big score, and then you have the likes of uh, Luke Matthews. He's been added to the side as well, getting all those scores. So congratulations to Ardy Samiris, the Division One champions. I presume there are Carl O'Donnell winners twenty twenty one. It'll always go down history. Um, but yeah, blew everyone away with the score and hopefully then they look to bring that into the championship. Performance of the weekend. They always finish the, the League All About Show Performance of the Weekend. Brought to you by the Cleaning Doctor. External cleaning service and laid on Monaghan windows, gutters, walls, roofs, patios and driveways. I think I'm going to give it to Dowdles Hill for the second win of the season. The Kevins got their first win. The Pats had a big win. The Marys finished in style winning their, their league so give any number of them teams. I think I'll give it to Daryl Silva with that big win at home after losing during the week as well. Um, so congratulations to Daryl Silva. Thanks very much for tuning into the League All About Show. Thanks very much, not just for tonight, but for the past couple of weeks. It's been topsy-turvy. It's been uh, very dramatic at some stages, but they're really enjoyable. And uh, thanks for all your um, influence and contributions as well, giving in your results, teams and scores and uh, crazy stuff that happens in games or whatever or penalties like someone who give it a shout for the penalty double penalty save as well in the Ireland game against the Plunkets but um, yeah I enjoy doing it I love seeing all the team sheets and all the players and all the scores coming in if you liked it you love the um, the Champods 12, 12 to start you off for the championship just to get your teeth into it there'll be glory days in there as well but if you sign up to patreon.com forward slash loud and proud you get all 12 podcasts they're waiting for you. Every single team, every single group is previewed. Every single team has been plotted how they can win the championship. So it's really enjoyable and uh, it's a bit of crack as well. And it gets it whets the appetite ahead of the championship, which fixtures wear out. I have them up on the, the Patreon page as well for free. You can sign up and see, see it. But um, that's all for tonight. Thanks very much for tuning in and thanks very much for the past couple of weeks. Really, really enjoyed it. Good luck. Thank you and bye bye. Yes, so that was the League All About It show. Possibly the final one. Might maybe do another one just to tidy up that Division 2 title. Um, apologies about the sound. The mic, there's something wrong with the mic. Had to use the laptop's mic. Um, obviously, sounds a lot different to this when you're using the proper microphone. Um, apologies for that. Uh, and then, last but no means least, is the, the Kerry Tyrone game. Didn't really, didn't do a preview on it. Didn't, uh, but there was enough going on with the Loud Ladies in the minor final on Wednesday um, but just wish I, I, I was just kind of peed off with the whole COVID situation the way it kind of played out with Tyrone and getting the, t- the delay on it um, and then getting Kerry uh, cold five weeks out Kerry have played no one Tyrone coming into that really with their knife sharpened and they were, they were good they were brilliant um, imagine going up to Cole Park and beating Kerry in the semi-final like it's something to be to aspire to um, it's just yeah it was brilliant 
just really, it was brilliant. Um, made up for the kind of week before. It was just sharp, clever football um, and just pure and utter honesty and hard work. That's what it's all about. Whatever happened beforehand, whatever strokes were pulled or allegedly pulled beforehand, um, Kerry might have had the nicer footballers on the eye, but then they didn't convert their chances when they had them. That's what it's all about. Does like like someone said, it doesn't. They all count. It doesn't matter how stylish they are, or how good the points are. They all count for the same. But um, yeah, that that that's it. Um, that's this week's uh, episode 163. Thanks very much for tuning in. Thanks again for watching and listening to the League Albert Show this past couple of weeks and all your help and contributions as well. Plenty more happening. I mentioned that at the start of the of the League Albert Show. Championship is just around the corner. Sign up and get get on it. Um, it's going to be really, really good again this year. Last year was a dummy run. Now it's even streamlined. Well, I 12 pods ready to go. The glory days from reminisce on last year as well. It's ready to go, so there's loads there. You have 15 podcasts straight away. Well, 12 straight away when you sign up. I'm going to put the glory days out for free. Um, so, yeah, plenty, plenty there. And uh, really looking forward to it. Um, championship uh, fixtures come out. I would have sent them out as well on Patreon as well. Go and check them out. But um, I'm losing my voice uh, after a great weekend of action. So I will talk to you soon. Um, talk to you this week. We're going to preview the Horland, Senior Horland final that's on. This Sunday will be a good game. Um, they'll be playing away and then loads of, loads of championship stuff. That's it. Thanks very much. I'll talk to you again next Sunday night. And if, if you're signed up, talk to you during the week. Bye-bye.